0: Good afternoon. My name is Ray Montgomery, and I would like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Mr. Jerry Swinehart. How you doing, Jerry? Hey, pretty good, Ray. All right. Well, Jerry, October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and we're just highlighting some of our employees, learning about what you guys do here at Bosma Enterprises, how you got to Bosma, and how Bosma has made an impact within your life. So, Jerry, uh, first of all, tell me, how long have you been working here at Bosma Enterprise? Uh, I've
1: been here a little over six years now.
0: Six years? Okay. And how do you like working here so far? Oh, I love it. Okay. What do you love about working at Bosma?
1: Oh, it's just the good team spirits that we have here. And it's not only one of the biggest companies that I've ever worked for but some of the best workers and kind people that I've ever worked with.
0: Oh, yeah. So what do you actually do here at Bosma Enterprises?
1: Um, I work as a support um, in the surgical glove room, and that involves checking numbers and checking packaging where they pack the surgical gloves, and I process them and, and put them on the skids after they've been packed.
0: Okay. So what actually brought you to Bosma Enterprises?
1: Um... I just was looking for something, you know. After I had went through uh, um, losing my eyesight to retinitis pigmentosa, I was trying to figure out things in life and, you know, where to go and how how did I need to work with it? And we, uh, I went, I found out through uh, going to vocational rehab that you know there was this place called uh, Bosman Rehab that they send you to and. That's where my journey began way back, I believe it was 2006 when I began my journey to go through the rehab. Okay.
0: So, when did you get that diagnosis that you were experiencing retinitis pigmentosa?
1: Well, I was diagnosed when I was 26 years old, and it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. But uh, Mm -hmm. I really I drove all the way up, I think, until I was 30, 31. And. Then things got really complicated where I had to start thinking about something different for my future.
0: So after you um, got the diagnosis, you said you enrolled in Bosma's Rehab Center in two thousand and six. Yes. And uh, what did they teach you in at Bosma's Rehab Center? Um,
1: at Bosma Rehab, I learned many household skills. Including cooking and cleaning, and and, you know how that may look doing it different after losing your eyesight. I also learned job finding skills, and also learned to keyboard, which I had never done before going to Bosma Rehab.
0: You know, many kind of skills. You know what they say about keyboarding? Say you don't have to look at the keyboard. (laughs) <laughs> right,
1: exactly, and that's that's how I learned. Yes. I, I never I
0: never learned to keyboard in any other way. So, <laughs> so you couldn't cheat on that. <laughs> I couldn't cheat, you're right. Well, that's good. Um, um, any other things that you, any other skills that you acquired during that time?
1: Um, I uh, kind of developed more, I would say, uh, communications and social skills. And they did try to teach me Braille that I didn't take to that too well. And I'm still learning Braille till this day because of the, you know, stuff we have to work with, including our new time clocks around here, which are Braille that I can't see. So on and off, I've been forced to slowly learn Braille on my own.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people who lose their sight later in life sometimes have, you know, difficulty learning Braille but it's definitely a a great skill to have. It keeps us literate and keeps us knowing what is going on and how to spell words. That's what I take a lot out of it. Absolutely. Because you forget if you you
1: were used to seeing those words and you don't see them no more.
0: That is is definitely, (laughs) definitely correct, sir. So what do you uh, like to do when when you're not, when you're not working here at Bob's Enterprises?
1: Well, I, I like to, um, go to movies like anyone else and I also like to uh, bow, I bow in a bowling league on Thursday nights.
0: Okay, well you said you go to the movies, so do you use any adaptive technology? Yes,
1: they have the uh, audio descriptive there at the movies and most of them have them these days. Yes. You just have to check with that movie theater you know, that you be going to and, and see if they do have that for most of them do though these days.
0: Yeah, That's definitely enhance the movie going experience. Yes. I would say, you know, sometimes the person next to you doesn't really tell you what's going on. Yeah, all the absolutely, time. they're Just too there. much into it themselves. <laughs> oh, I forgot about you sitting there, but cool, mm-hmm. cool. You say you so you are also on the bowling team.
1: Yes, I love to bow. I've been on that bowling league now for I believe five years. So this would be my fifth year, and. You know, I, I never did before um, being on that league. I never got to travel a lot. But now once a year, we go to different places for the tournament. And it's just nice to be able to, you know, go and experience different places and things. So
0: I want to ask, how, how does a person who is visually impaired or blind... Bowl is there any special equipment needed, or is it just straightforward
1: they use conduit guides mm-hmm. that just squares you up with the lane? But other than that, you can bow bad just like anyone else. And <laughs> bowling with bumpers is illegal in, in the league, so you are not allowed to bowl with the little kitty bumpers. Oh, I can't use the bumpers. <laughs> no, no bumpers, Ray. <laughs> oh man,
0: well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool. I just really wanted to highlight that. I mean, people who are blind, we definitely like to do other things and just live life as, as everyone else. I would say. So, how has Bosma impacted your life? Oh wow, that
1: that uh, that could take us all day. We could talk about that because it's just impacted my life, not just emotionally, but you know, financially. Of course, I was able to. Uh, you know, take care of a goal that I had and was to own a home again because in, in the past I sort of lost one of my houses to being blind because mm-hmm. of lack of income, you yes. know, from not knowing what to do. But so it made me a homeowner again. And I'd, I'd like to say that three years ago I was able to buy myself a condo. Cool.
0: Cool. That's great. That is definitely great. So, how was it being a homeowner?
1: Oh, that's been wonderful. Now you're still you still got the things to go wrong, and yes. you know to get in your pocket trying to fix them. But um, I have found out that I can do some repairs still on my own, even without you know the site that I was used to having.
0: So, what do you see Bosma's Bosma going in the future?
1: Oh, I've, Bosma in the future. Um, they will teach you many skills for job advancement. So it's up to you with Bosma. When you come here, it's up to you on how high and how far you want to take it.
0: That is correct. So, Jerry, why do you feel there is a high unemployment rate among people who are blind or visually impaired?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I do know that, you know, The the rehab does reach out to smaller communities, but sometimes that you know people do come and they do learn, and then they go back sometimes to their sheltered lives. But another one of the biggest thing is is um, I've heard time and time again, and even you know it's hard for my own family sometimes. Then they're uh, like wowed all the time at what they see me do and what I can do because. Uh, A lot of times people's like, oh, you can't do that. You're blind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I laugh at them many times because, you know, um, I end up doing things and it's just every time they seem amazed. And then it could be, uh, you know, uh, a year or two later and they're amazed by something else they see (laughs) me do. So, (laughs)
0: So every day is really just like a a teaching moment.
1: Absolutely, because they learn every day. And and I tell them about other people that even have, you know, different talents than I do. Yeah. And, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) definitely like coming to a place like Bob Enterprises and seeing people actually who are blind and visually impaired doing various tasks and working. And there, excuse me, various areas of the company, I mean, definitely will inspire you and show you that it can be done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because even on Sunday, when I go to church, Ray, they won't let me pour my own coffee. (laughs) (laughs) because you know and I'm saying wait a minute you know there I work with 50 60 people a day that get their own coffee just fine (laughs) and I said none of us spill it I said occasionally like anywhere else there's an occasional spill but we're very good at pouring our own coffee
0: (laughs) I mean occasionally things happen just like in the sighted world things happen absolutely accidents happen it's not going to be perfect so how do you get back and forth to work
1: um, I ride uh, open door to work, and, and it's a very uh, good share ride system that um, gets me here in the mornings uh, on time. And I'm rarely ever late for work. And then I get a share ride cab home, and it's very convenient. And, you know, I've added up all transportation costs that it costs me, you know, to get around and even uh, occasionally enlists in Uber's. And it's no more than owning your own car and having to pay insurance and maintenance and everything. Exactly. So we still. I've have, done that.
0: <laughs> we still have to, you know, make budgets and right make sure everything is. I mean, checks and balances are all lined up. So. Definitely. And also,
1: you know, to to get out to to go bowling or, or shopping, you know, I I use um, the same types of transportation, and. I, um, with uh, uh, with the help of my girlfriend, uh, you know, when she wants to go shopping, <laughs> I also, you know, can ride the city bus. And, yes. and I have rode that on my own after having some mobility instruction of the area that I'm in.
0: So if you were to go to the store, like the grocery store by yourself, what would you do?
1: Um, You you can do it a couple different ways now personally i i go up and i hand somebody a list yeah. <laughs> and the, the customer service you know will help you mm-hmm. but as you come more and more familiar with the store that you can go uh, up and down the aisles that you know where things are and we've got apps now you know and, and that helps on our iPhones that scans barcodes mm-hmm. and tells you You know, if you got the right type of item or what you need, that apps that uh, CNI app. So,
0: how has technology played a role in your life? Oh,
1: it's been great, big because just being old, I never thought that a poor boy from the south side of downtown could. grow up to have his own chauffeur (laughs) and you know that's the uber and lyft and these you know apps that you use for that and then you've got technology where it it lets you access your email send emails and and you can text and about anything that a sighted person could do on an iphone Um, i would say a blind person when they're uh practice enough on the iphone can do it and even faster
0: I would say technology, yes. <laughs> technology has really, you know, made a huge difference. The, the great equalizer, as we say around here. I mean, you can do your shopping. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't even have to leave the house. If you really don't want to leave the house, you can have Amazon deliver everything you need to the house. You can have DoorDash deliver your food to your house. I mean, it's just.
1: That is true, yeah. and I have used Peapod before, Yeah, especially when the weather's yeah. bad and I don't want to get out. You can just go right down through there and put it in the carton, and, <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> and that's the end of it, and yeah. they will deliver it the next day. Man, that is great. It's that nice. is
0: great. It it's, it's, it's oh, has gotten better, I would say. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But, Jerry, I definitely want to thank you for coming on the podcast today, sir, and just giving us that state great information. And just really showing us what the capabilities of a person who is blind or visually impaired and what we can achieve if we just put our minds to it. So I'd like to want to thank you for coming on the podcast and see you guys next week.
1: Oh, Thanks a lot, Ray. We can live the lives we want.
0: Yes, sir.